And now it's time for the PBC Podcast, brought to you by Chris Lorenzo and Friends. Who you got? Hello and welcome to another episode of the PBC Sports Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Chris Lorenzo, and today I'm joined by Connor Donovan and Nick Massera. The transfer window has been absolutely buzzing this season in world football, with teams looking left and right to secure discounted deals in the post-COVID market. Connor, Nick, and I are going to break it all down for you and review some of the biggest confirmed deals and rumors that are still floating around. Connor is going to start us off with the recent transfer news out of the Premier League. Yeah, thanks, Chris. So in terms of the confirmed deals for the Premier League, uh, Arsenal have made their third most expensive signing in club history, bringing on Ben White from Brighton and Hove Albion for a total of about $52.6 million in the range of pounds. Um, I think that's a really exciting signing for Arsenal, and I know that the both of you guys as Arsenal fans are really excited about that one. Absolutely. I mean, third most expensive signing thanks to the English tax. You know, every other, uh, every English player, you got to add 20 million probably onto their uh, value. Um, But, you know, this could definitely be hit or miss in my opinion. You know, if he's not good and he doesn't perform as, as a top caliber center back, you know, all the, all the fans, not just Arsenal fans, but Premier League fans would be like, Oh, 52 million for this. You know, it's going to be troll city. As yeah. an Arsenal fan. Yeah, I mean, Arsenal, I feel like watching them in recent years, I feel like they're always giving up some goals. So hopefully this will help bolster that defense, especially at center back, which is very important. Yeah, I think as long as he's better than uh, Socrates and David Luiz, he'll be all right, right? <laughs> Not too um, hard to do. Yeah. Hey, David Luiz wasn't, wasn't that bad last season. Just putting, yeah. that, putting that out there. Moving on, we have uh, Aston Villa signing on uh, Emi Buendia from Norwich, who was an outstanding player for them last season in the championship. Is a really exciting move from Aston Villa. He'll bring a lot of uh, aggressive attacking force into that midfield. He's really exciting to watch. Um, Norwich have also secured the services of Billy Gilmore, Scottish international from Chelsea, on loan. I know you guys might have seen Billy Gilmore play for Scotland at the Euros or with Chelsea this past season. What have you guys thought about that move from Norwich? I mean, I think it's a quality signing, signing um, Billy Gilmore. Um, Whether he's, you know, he's not very proven in the Premier League because Chelsea doesn't give him many opportunities. So I think this is a great sign for Norwich. It gives him an opportunity to shine. Um, I think the potential is there. So, it's definitely an exciting signing if you're a Norwich fan. Yeah, well, I mean, it is it is loan, but yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I just think it's a it's another bit of an exciting move from uh, from Norwich to bring him in, kind of someone who has experience with the more talented side of Chelsea, but is looking for some more game time, and I think that'll be really good for Gilmore's development. So. Um, I'm also excited. Uh, Moisey Keane is returning from PSG to Everton, returning from his loan spell. So he'll be coming in looking to help bolster that attack from Everton, which should be exciting with the link up with Richarlison and uh, Dominic Calvert-Lewin. Then uh, Aston Villa are also looking to bring in Leon, ba- Leon Bailey from Bayern Leverkusen. That'll be another exciting option going forward for them with that attack, especially after bringing in Andy Buendia. Um, 
Tottenham have also completed the signing of center back Christian Romero from Atalanta, who is a really solid center back option for them last season. Um, I think a bit of an overpayment, in my opinion, at you know around $55 million with add-ons. But um, he'll be looking to come in and bolster that defense in Tottenham side. Then uh, Junior Firpo has joined uh, Leeds from Barcelona for £13.5 million. Another exciting signing. Jack Harrison joining Leeds on a permanent basis from Man City for about $12 million. Leicester City have brought in an exciting attacking option in Patson Waka from Red Bull Salzburg for about $27 million. And then uh, Liverpool making the big splash in the market, buying uh, Ibrahima Kanate from RB Leipzig for just $36 million. I think that was a really good steal for Liverpool and uh, will kind of help them bolster that defense that was hurting so much with the injuries last season. What do you guys think about that signing for Liverpool bringing in Kanate? Oh, absolutely, absolutely a steal for sure. You could definitely put it put it right. Uh, Kanate, twenty two years old, bright future, very established uh, in Spain. Even in uh, France, he got a few caps. I think for the U twenty ones, very exciting. Um, I do not want to be a Premier League attacker going up against Virgil and Kanate back there. Very uh, scary back four you guys got. With Robertson, Trent, Virgil, Kanata, it's top. That's probably a top defense in the world, I'd say. I know you're smirking. You got that wide yeah, grin, yeah. Connor. I know. I know. I'm, ex- I'm excited, man. I'm all excited I gotta say, all I gotta say is, how do all these other clubs manage their money? Because I don't know what Arsenal is doing. I mean, we cannot sign a bunch of people like this, and we don't ever get steals. We overpay for everyone too. So. We're good at managing money. You know, we don't we don't spend we don't spend it. So they just they just hoard it. KSC, yeah, that, that's what they're good at. Let's just stop for a moment and appreciate the two different businesses between Arsenal and Liverpool. Liverpool <laughs> brought in Kanate for just $36 million and you guys paid $52 million for Ben. All Bar- right, all right, all right. Listen, English <laughs> tax, English tax. That's all I'm Any- going to say. Anyways, I'll keep things moving here because we got a few other leagues to cover as well. So, uh, obviously, rejoice for any Manchester United fans. You guys finally got the deal over the line. Jaden Sancho has joined Manchester United from Borussia Dortmund for about 76 and a half million pounds. Um, Yeah, finally, right? I think that's the one that's the one that everybody in the world was waiting for. I'll I'll put it out there. 76 million. That's not that's not too bad for a quality player like Sancho. You know, initially it was rumored to be like 100 million and they negotiated down to 76 million. That that's a fantastic price for a world class player like Sancho. I'm I'm excited to see what he can do with with that with that United squad. This is definitely the caliber player they've needed, um, and some excitement to bring to the club. I just feel bad for all the Dortmund fans. I feel like all their players that they get and they're good and they love these players and then they just sell them and. They have to re- keep redoing that, and it, it's just a never-ending cycle. It's like, yeah. it's sad. Or, I don't I don't know how how anyone's a Dortmund fan. I don't know I don't know how Marco Royce does it every day. <laughs> I don't know I don't know I don't know how that guy shows up to work after watching all of his friends leave one after Dude, the other. He just wakes up, just Fabrizio Romano tweets out another one of his teammates is gone, and he just sighs, and goes back to sleep. <laughs> yeah, Holland Holland's gonna be next too. Oh my god, dude! There's literally gonna be no one left. 
And Royce is um, getting up there in age too. I, I don't know yeah, how much how much longer you can do it for. Yeah, that's true. Um, anyways, we're gonna finish it off here with just a few more minor ones. Um, Brian Heal has joined Tottenham in a swap deal plus cash for Eric Lamella. So Lamella's going the other way to Sevilla. Um, West Ham have brought in PSG goalkeeper Alphonse Ariola on loan. That'll be an exciting goalkeeping option for them this year as they look to continue a strong run in the Premier League. Um, and then Francisco Trincao has joined uh, Wolves on loan from Barcelona. I think that's another exciting young talent that'll really get to showcase his skills in the Premier League. Um, we'll move on to some of the big rumors um, from the Premier League. Uh, this one is more of a confirmed deal than a rumor at this point, but I think there's been a little bit of a setback with when the deal can officially happen. Um, Rafael Varane has joined Manchester United from Real Madrid for 41 million pounds, which I think you guys can both agree that's a steal for Varane. I mean... Listen, I think it's a fair price. I I don't think that um, Varane is, you know, I think he's quality. Um, I think he's getting up there in age as well. You know, I think that he'll put in a couple of years with United. But, you know, he really didn't have that great of a season with Real last season. So I think that definitely hurt his transfer value. So, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see how he does in the Premier League because you know, especially after that disappointing season, at least I'd say, for Real Madrid along, along with Varane. So we'll see. Yeah, I mean, I actually think it's kind of fair because he didn't have a great season and he is aging, but we'll see. I mean, I think he can have a great season with Mania. I think you guys both make fair points as to why you think it's a fair price for him. But I think that just based off his championship pedigree alone, like he, this guy is just a proven winner. Him and him and Ramos together just performed unbelievably for how many years for Real Madrid? Because of Ronaldo. Listen, what winning, about that? I know because of Ronaldo. because of like, CR7. Yeah, but you also can't concede goals at the same time as scoring goals, you know? And I think a lot of that had to do with that partnership with Ramos and Varane. So I think I think just based off of his championship pedigree alone, his experience in those title-winning situations will really help that Man United back line. So I think that's actually a really good deal that they got over the line there. That's a good point, Connor. Yep. Um, anyways, uh, some of the, the two big Manchester City rumors, kind of one or the other situation. Um, Harry Kane joining Manchester City from Tottenham, perhaps, for about £100 million, or Jack Grealish joining Manchester City from Aston Villa for about £140 million, which I think you guys can both agree on this one. Ridiculous amount of money for Jack Grealish. I know he's young and exciting, but £140 million would be way overpayment. I mean, I think, you know, when you're talking about a player like Grealish, who's young and exciting to watch and bring has pretty much every quality you want in a player in a, in a, in a winger, you know, 140 million. Not, it's not that far off. You're going to be paying at least a hundred million for, for Grealish wherever he goes. So, you know, 140, I, 140, that's a stretch for sure. Um, I'd say, um, but it's, it's not far off and Villa's not going to let him go for cheap. So they're going to want, Every penny for their superstar. Yeah, I mean, I agree with Nick, but 
I, I kind of want to see Harry Kane go to City. And I don't think they obviously have the money to afford both of them. So it depends kind of which domino goes first. So I'd rather see Kane go first. Chris, I, I wouldn't doubt Sheik Mansour's pockets. You know, they are <laughs> extremely deep. Yeah, but I, I mean, we also have to think about it from this perspective too, right? Like you guys have been obviously seeing the news that's been going on with Harry Kane and his situation with Tottenham. He apparently the past two training sessions has not shown up to training. So it's clear that something has gone really, really sour between uh, Chairman Daniel Levy and Harry Kane because I think it was Gary Neville was saying um, from uh, Sky Sports, he said that, you know, Harry Kane is one of like the most professional footballers he's ever known. And that for him to not show up to training like this, like something really bad has happened between him and Chairman Levy. So I think it's, I think it's kind of a backstab from Levy. I think they had an agreement where Kane could leave the club and now Levy's pulling out of it. So I don't know what's going on there, but for him to not show up to training is a massive deal. Yeah, I'm going to play devil's advocate. What if he's just holding out for some massive contract? Like he wants tons and tons and tons of money. And they're like, listen, you want me to stay? You got, you know, as you said, Levy wants him to stay. So he's now holding out, not going to training to prove that, you know, I'm, I'm not, it's not going to be an easy negotiation. I, you know, I, I, that should be playing devil, devil's advocate though. I, I would be surprised if he's still a, a spur at the uh, end of this summer window, but I can also see the other side. Yeah. I would be surprised if he's still a spur as well. I mean, I think he's going to go to city. All right, so moving on from that one, we have uh, Chelsea have now had two bids rejected in excess of 100 million pounds for Romelu Lukaku moving from Inter Milan, potentially. Um, At this point, it looks like he's going to be set in stone staying at Inter Milan for at least another year, and then maybe Chelsea revisit next summer. But I hear that they've put aside a ridiculous amount of money for a striker this transfer window, so I wouldn't be surprised if they make something happen. Uh, the other striker that Chelsea were rumored to be looking to bring in was the big one, Erling Holland from uh, Dortmund for around the range of 120, 130 million pounds. Um, I think those, I think the deal for Holland, I wouldn't mind actually paying that much money for Holland 100%. if I'm Chelsea right now, because he just has that ability to find the back of the net, no matter what in all situations and he's just an absolutely lethal target striker. Um, so I think that amount of money is not that much to ask for Erling Holland, actually. Um, and then some of the less exciting ones uh, in terms of these other big names, but still worth a mention. Tammy Abraham, rumored to be heading to Aston Villa, perhaps on loan, to give them an option besides Ali Watkins up front. Um Axel Twanzebe is potentially rumored to be going uh, to Aston Villa from Manchester United as he's already had loan spells at the club before and they're looking to bring him in on a permanent basis. Uh, there's rumors that James Madison could be heading from Leicester City to your Arsenal, your Arsenal boys, for, uh, yeah. for a player plus cash deal. But the problem becomes what player can uh, Arsenal offer Leicester City? I heard City? Mait- Maitland Niles was on the chopping block in this deal and – I think they made another bid today. I 
don't know the details. I forgot what the uh, the money situation was like, but I'm I'm definitely for Madison. I'm also for bringing back Odegaard as well, and I'm also for for Simawar from Lyon. That's another guy that we've been linked to for like the past two years. Um, yeah. Quality player, proven midfielder. He can do it all. You know, he can sit back, he can you know play through balls. Go go out, join the attack. Um, I feel like he's definitely a guy that Arsenal could use. Um, or Madison's more of like a scoring threat, and he's he's there to play the balls to Aubameyang, Lacazette, whoever's up top. You know, up on the wings as well. It helps Saka. You know, release some stress off Saka, who had to do it all. Your like golden playmaking. boy. Everything went through the left side last season. It was absolutely insane. It's like if I'm going up against Arsenal, I'm putting everyone on the left side because Willian ain't doing shit on the right. <laughs> but awesome. I hope that you can bring in some a playmaker this window. Yeah, I would. I would personally be a fan of seeing uh, Arsenal bring back. Uh, bring back Martin Odegaard from Real Madrid. I think that would be a really solid move for them. If they could secure him on a permanent basis, that would be an insane move for Arsenal. Um, anyways, we'll move on from the uh, the rumors from the Premier League side of things. That kind of wraps up everything in the Prem. We'll move on to uh, La Liga, where we have a couple of big uh, free transfers that happened. So the first set of transfers from Barcelona they signed Memphis Depay from Lyon for free, Sergio Aguero from Man City for free, Eric Garcia from Man City for free. So I think that was a fantastic piece of business. Um, I think all the cards kind of fell perfectly in line for them with those contract situations for those players. And I think that they're actually getting some quality players. Um, you know, the age concerns with Memphis Depay and Sergio Aguero are certainly there, but at the same time, they still bring a lot of quality into that side and provide Messi with some more help up top there. It also makes you think that is Griezmann's time at Barcelona coming to an end, and he's been linked with moves out of out of uh, Barcelona. Talks about even returning to Atletico. Um, so you know, I don't think that you know guys like Aguero will be here for a long time. Depay is probably I like I like that signing more than Aguero. Um, I think that Aguero's too injury prone nowadays, um, and also the Garcia signing is huge in my opinion. You know they're struggling; they, they were struggling. That's the piece that Barcelona, the piece of their squad that was struggling, and he's there to hopefully fix the wound and. You know, you look at all these free transfers. That's that's what happens when a club like Barcelona is over a billion dollars in debt. So yeah, you make every guy. Yeah, that's why all thousand a week. That's why all their deals are free transfers, right? They have, <laughs> no, they have no goddamn money right now. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, I like well. the Aguero uh, move though because I think when healthy, he's a great player. Like you guys said, quality, and I think he's going to help Messi out a ton because obviously Messi can't do it all, and Griezmann hasn't been good at all. So. Yeah, I'm excited to see the link-up play between uh, the best friends and Aguero and Messi. I think that's going to be really exciting to watch. Um, moving on to uh, another club with no money, 
Real Madrid <laughs> has has signed David Alaba from Bayern Munich for free. Um, I think that's actually a really solid replacement option that they just brought in. Um, I think he'll link up probably with Militao in the back line for Real Madrid going forward. Um, but I think Alaba brings a lot of experience and, again, championship pedigree to that Real Madrid defense, which is kind of what they're going to need uh, after losing Sergio Ramos to PSG. Absolutely. It's kind of, it's kind of cool and interesting to see how Alaba is going to play. You know, it's been with Bayern so long and this new change of scenery. I'm definitely interested to see how it goes and see if he can provide um, provide for that Madrid back line. Um, in terms of other arrivals at Real Madrid, they just have a couple of players returning from loan. Uh, Gareth Bale has returned from Tottenham. Uh, Martin Odegaard has returned from his loan spell at Arsenal. And Danny Ceballos has also returned from his loan at Arsenal. Um, the other big team in Spain, Atletico Madrid, has made their move in this transfer window for Rodrigo de Paul from Udinese. Um, I think he's a... Uh, Really, really exciting attacking option for them. Um, really solid midfielder that's going to bring a lot of uh, stability, I think, to that Atletico midfield. Um, the big rumors coming out of Spain right now, obviously there's the deal for Rafael Baran from Real to United. Um, then you have a rumor from Chelsea that they're looking to bring in Jules Koundé um from Sevilla in exchange for Kurt Zuma and about 45 million euros so I think that uh that would be a really exciting move for them I think uh Zuma has been patchy at times for that Chelsea defense I think he goes through really good spells but he also goes through really bad spells so I think if they could offload him and in the process pick up Kunde um that that would be a really exciting option um and then the other big rumor is that both Manchester United and Liverpool are fighting over the services of Saul Miguez from Atletico Madrid. So um, keep an eye on that one going forward as the window comes to a close. Um, moving over to Italy, we have a few rumors, not too many, from uh, Syria and a few confirmed deals. Um, first, we have Juventus bringing Weston McKinney on, the American boy, permanently from uh, FC Schalke 4 for about 18 million euros. I think that's actually a really good steal for Juventus at 18 million. I think he's actually a quality youngster who now Absolutely. has loads of European experience that has really benefited him. So I think 18 million is a really good price for him, and he's really done a lot for that Juventus midfield. Um, then I think steal of the window so far, AC Milan signing Olivier Giroud from Chelsea for just 2 million euros. I mean, I know he's old, but with the amount of goals that, you know, Giroud's good for, I think that 2 million is an absolute steal. Um, then AC Milan have also bought Fakayo Tomori on a permanent basis from Chelsea for about 28 million euros. So I think that's a really solid defensive option for Milan going forward. And he really performed outstanding for them uh, in Serie A last season. Um, Mike Magnon has also joined AC Milan for about 12 million euros from Lille in France. 
Um, I think that's going to be a really, really solid replacement for them for Donnarumma who left for PSG. Um, and I think that they really shouldn't have too many concerns at the goalkeeper position going forward after bringing in uh, Mignon. So really, really solid moves from Milan this window. Um, we'll move straight into the rumors. Um, Locatelli is still rumored to be on his way to Juventus. Um, Sassuolo are just waiting for the Italian giants to meet their asking price for him. It seems that there's mutual interest from both Locatelli and Juventus, and that deal is pretty much imminent at this point. Um, despite rumors out of both Liverpool and Bayern Munich, Federico Chiesa has been marked as untouchable by Juventus this transfer window. So Juventus have put their foot down and said that Chiesa is not going anywhere anytime soon. Um, Chelsea also continued to pursue Inter Milan for Belgian striker Romelu Lukaku, and their most recent bid of 100 million euros has been rejected by the Italian champions. Lukaku looks pretty much at this point set in stone to be staying in Italy unless an out-of-this-world bid arrives from the Blues. Um, we'll move over to the confirmed deals in the Bundesliga. It's been relatively quiet in the Bundesliga this transfer window, I would say. Um, there's a few exciting deals here. We have Daniel Malin moving from PSV Eindhoven in uh, Holland over to Borussia Dortmund for about 28 million pounds. Um, I think m maybe a little bit of an overpayment for Malin. I would have said he's about worth 20 million pounds, or not pounds, excuse me, euros at this point. Um, but I think he's an exciting young talent. And with the track record that Dortmund has of developing young talent, I think he'll be a really, really exciting replacement for Jaden Sancho. Um, Joshua Xerxy has moved to Anderlecht on loan from Bayern Munich, so they will not have him as an attacking option off the bench this season. But I think that'll be a really good experience for him. I'll get a lot of game time for him to develop into a more exciting talent for them. Um, and Andre Silva, who had a fantastic goal-scoring season for Frankfurt last year, uh, has made a move to RB Leipzig for 21 million euros. I think that's a really, really solid steal actually for Leipzig for just 21 million. Yeah. I'm just going to comment on that if you don't mind. Yeah. You know, we see, we see Silva, like, you know, he always has these seasons where he puts up like a ridiculous amount of goals. Like it was Portugal. We saw it now. We see it in Germany. You know, I think, I think 21, 20 mil, 21 mil is a, is a good price. Um, I'm just, whether I'm just concerned on whether you can do it on a consistent basis that's that's the real question um so if if they can if he can put up you know 25 goals 30 goals and maybe be a top scorer in the league that would be uh that would be insane for Leipzig because you know they've definitely lost a lot of attackers in previous windows and maybe this guy this uh, Silva can be the one that's a stat, an established striker for Leipzig in the coming years yeah, um, Leipzig also, it's one that I didn't write down here, but um, I'm really excited to see. I don't know how many people we have that are MLS watchers, but they also brought in youngster American Caden uh, Clark from the New York Red Bulls, who made a move from New York Red Bull over to Red Bull Leipzig. And uh, I think we'll really do well under Jesse Marsh's management over there. Um, so exciting to see a young American kid get an opportunity like that. Um we have rumors out of the Bundesliga. Manchester United are continuing to monitor Leon Goretzka's contract situation at Bayern Munich. 
Um, Byron were also prepared this window to make a move for Federico Chiesa uh, before Juventus marked him as untouchable. Liverpool were also looking at Chiesa, but again, Juventus have marked him as untouchable. Um, Leon Bailey has looked to looks to be set to be joining Aston Villa from Bayer Leverkusen. Um, talked about that one already in the Prem section. I think that's an exciting signing for them. And then Dortmund seemed to be pretty firm on their stance of not selling Holland this window. Um, so he looks to be set to be remaining at Dortmund for at least another year, unless some out of this world bid arrives from Chelsea. So moving over to League One, we have confirmed deals. Sergio Ramos joining PSG for free from Real Madrid. Gianluigi Donnarumma joining PSG for free from AC Milan. And Jorginho Wijnaldum joining PSG again for free from Liverpool. Um, and then PSG have also brought in Akraf Hakimi for 55 million euros. I think that that's really good value for him. Um, and they've also brought in Danilo Pereira from FC Porto on a permanent basis. They had him on loan there and decided to bring him in permanently. Um, then the package deal of William Saliba and Matteo Guendouzi have joined Marseille on loan from Arsenal. And Marseille have also brought in the young American talent, Conrad De La Fuente from Barcelona for about 3 million euros. Um, in terms of rumors from League One, uh, PSG continue to be linked with a move for Paul Pogba, but some PSG fans have expressed their disinterest in the potential move. Um, Mbappe looks set to be staying at PSG this window as no one can afford a move for him in this market. And Maurizio Pochettino has signed a managerial extension at PSG through 2023. All right, now we're going to head to some questions that we had. So out of all the signings across world football this window so far, which move excites you the most? Well, as an Arsenal fan, of course, I'm going to say Ben White. You know, we talked about the high price tag comparing this transfer to Ron. But White is 23 years, 23 years of age, who has proven himself during his times at Leeds and Brighton to be an excellent center back. Um, he was a big part of Leeds getting promoted back to the Premier League. And he's an exciting young talent with a lot of, our, uh, of potential. And I think this is definitely what Ar Arsenal need. They need that young center back with experience and talent to be that rock in the back, which they need. They've needed for years. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to come out of the woodwork with mine here because I choose I chose my player of the way I think the system he's moving to suits him um, rather than like most exciting talent. So I think the Emmy Emmy Buendia move from Aston Villa was definitely my top two. Um, but I definitely have to give it to Leeds United uh, after signing Junior Firpo from Barcelona. Um I think he didn't get that many opportunities at Barcelona to really display what he was all about. And I think that the style of play that Marcelo Bielsa wants to move forward with is one of the most exciting play styles in the modern game. And I can't wait to see the way that Bielsa utilizes Firpo's talent flashing up the flanks. I think he'll be an outstanding outside back in the Premier League. Might have a little Italian bias here, but I'm going to have to go with Gianluigi Donnarumma. Uh, I just watched him play during the Euros because I watched almost every Italy game, and I just super, I'm going to be super excited to see him play for PSG. He can help that he can help them really dominate the French league, get back to winning it. I know they didn't win it last season, but they win it almost every year. 
But with him, there's no excuse for them not to win it. And, I mean, he's just 22 years old. So, I mean, he's got a bright future ahead. He's already one of the best goalies in the world, and I think he's just going to continue to get better. And then the next question we have is, out of all the confirmed transfers, who do you think got the biggest deal for what they paid for, and who is the steal of the window so far? Uh, this one was a tough decision for me because it's hard to rule out all of these free moves that have been made, like uh, David Alaba to Real Madrid or Sergio Ramos to uh, PSG for free. I'm actually going to have to tip my cap here to uh, AC Milan for securing the services of Olivier Giroud for under 2 million euros from Chelsea. Um, he may be aging, but Giroud has that natural ability to find the back of the net in tight situations. And when he's given multiple opportunities a game, chances are at least one of them is going to find the back of the net. So I think that was a really, really solid move from AC Milan. And they got an absolute steal bringing in Giroud. Um, the steal of this window so far is Kanate to Liverpool, as I said earlier. He, um, he's young and established. Um, he's only 22 years of age. I'm not sure how long his contract he signed with uh, Liverpool for, but I hope, you know, for Liverpool Liverpool fans, I hope that they sign to a long-term deal because he's definitely only going to get better as as time progresses. Um, I could have easily seen Kanate going for 50 to 60 million, um, and this is going to be a scary sight. Um, and Liverpool fans have a lot to look forward to after a kind of down year, um, you know, with injuries to many of the defenders, <laughs> Virgil uh, being the most important one. And, um, you know, this also provides depth that Liverpool desperately needed um, for their defense. Yeah, I don't yeah. know how much I don't know how much I'm sorry to interrupt you, Chris. I don't yeah, know how yeah. much you guys have been keeping up with uh Liverpool as Arsenal fans. Have you seen the absolute size of that lad? Kanate is a unit. He's just just the stats real quick. Kanate is 6'4, 210. Virgil is 6'4 and only 205. So he's bigger than Virgil is, and Virgil is massive. <laughs> It's crazy, man. That's going to be a top defense. Yeah, to keep it short, I'm just going to say I agree with Connor on both of those. But uh, the last question here, we got some rumors swirling around. Which rumor deal are you hoping gets done? Um, I hope that Pogba goes to PSG um, after after the excuse me after the fantastic performances he put on. In the Euros, I do not want my favorite team to face Pogba playing that quality of football twice a year or more. Um, Pogba has been miserable during his time at United, and you can see it on and off the pitch. So I kind of just want to see him in a better situation. He's never, he hasn't, he's not been the same since he left Italy. Um, and I think that he's still a top midfielder in the world. Um, and United just weren't using him properly. Yeah. I mean, I want to see Harry Kane the city just as a football fan. I mean, obviously that hurts Arsenal, but I just think that he needs to be in a place where he can succeed and he's too good to be tied down with a bad club. I think he'll fit in great and have an immediate impact. I'm going to have to pick the other city rumor here and say that I want to see uh, Jack Grealish's move to City get over the line. I think that Grealish is one of the most exciting young playmakers in world football at the moment. 
And I think that uh, Pep Guardiola would be able to unlock a whole different beast within Jack Grealish. I know it's kind of a one or the other situation for Man City as they wouldn't be able to spend $250 million plus to land the services of both Grealish and Kane. But I think that Sterling, Jesus, and Grealish would be a scary front line being fed by De Bruyne, Gundogan, and Foden. That's lethal. That's a lethal lineup. All right. Well, that's all we have time for on the PBC Sports Podcast. Thank you for listening and tune into our next episode. Cheers.